Broadcasting from the third coast and recorded live at Tripod South Studios, this is The Hango Show. I need to get inside your head. I got to know if you insane. I Stuff you know. In the middle of us recording, I look over and Tarika's like, Red and there's sweat running down her face. I was like, "Are y'all hot?" She's like, "I'm burning up." I'm like, "Let's raise ra- a window, damn! It ain't that hard. <laughs> Say something." Damn women, man. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, you had an extra, you had extra bodies, and we there was four, it was four of us in here. Yeah, you know, and, uh, and all those boobs in here, man. They all <laughs> hot titties everywhere. <laughs> they just always put off heat. We haven't had a show in a while that I hadn't mentioned. Tits or boobs or something. It's become kind of our calling card. Hot tits. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Hango Show. This is your host, Hango Wood. And tonight, we got the boys back in here. we got Harpoon and i got Jut talking about hot titties and hot rooms. Hot all around. How y'all doing tonight? Good, good, good. My glasses. My glasses. I got me some readers. So now maybe I can actually see the words instead of stumbling over them. Welcome to the party. But I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna hold truth to that at all. So uh, I've had to have them for a while, man. I've, you know, I, I I just put it off and put it off and put it off, and I finally found myself where I'm looking almost straight down. I got my head tilted back, and I'm looking at you know everything like down my nose, and I'm like, oh, all right, man. So I went and bought me like a. You know, like the lowest end, you know, because I didn't even want to, I didn't even want to like, okay, man, you know, if you got to have them, you were starting baby steps. Try those. So. Yeah. What is that? Like a one five or a two? Or I think it's a two. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm doing one fives. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's right on. Um, no, nah, I, I told Tink to the desk that when I'm off in November, I've got to go to an eye appointment. My my vision's gotten really bad, especially at night. And with me driving, yeah. you know, eighty down the highway at night, I, I think I need to be able to see where I'm going. You got might, that right. It might help, <laughs> you know. Heck yeah. Especially with it. it's it's deer it's it's deer running season now. Yeah. You know, and I I saw them this past week when I was working, just standing on the side of the road, just wishing somebody would, oh, yeah. <laughs> looking for a chance. Yeah. <laughs> was that they get all horned up and shit? They're ready to. They're ready to go. <laughs> They're feeling extra frisky. They are. <laughs> <laughs> so that was your week last week, Harpoon. What anything crazy happened? Or oh man, uh, oh golly, dude, I gotta, I gotta. So you know, um, I've been super shorthanded at work. Right. I finally had a kid that showed up. A new kid. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right, man. <laughs> oh, we finally got one. Oh, yeah. That's exactly right. And, uh, and this man is, you know, so after, you know, almost 30 years of doing this, I figured that I have probably seen just about everything, you know, come, <laughs> I've, I've come close, you know, but this was, was one of them, man, that I'll probably be telling my grandkids about. You wear a crop top. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, no. Um, so anyway, all right. So the kid's 16, he's, he's turning 17 next month. And, um, he shows up, of course, man, you know, he had, um, he, he came by last weekend with his mom and they were, um, you know, asking, you know, okay, we see the help wanted, which guy, blah, blah. And I was like, well, just bring me a photocopy of your driver's license and car insurance. He goes, I don't have a driver's license. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, well, how old are you? He goes, I'll be 17 next month. I'm like, well, 
why why not why aren't you driving he's just like i don't want to drive i'm like oh okay, oh, okay. okay. yeah okay. all right so i was like okay well i still right, so since you're 16 i'm gonna need a you know a written release from your parents saying that it's okay for you to come to work you're gonna be around you know an oven you're gonna be handling knives you're gonna be you know you, i just want everybody aware of what's been going on you know and then i need you to bring like a photocopy of your social security card you know we got to go around you know okay so if you're just going to be kitchen help that's fine i mean I, I need i got some spots so i'll i'll find a spot for you so um so i just like every time, man, I usually try to get everybody to come in on Friday. Just get a big dose right off the bat. Yeah, I mean, yep. you get more exposure. You really kind of get to see what's going on, you know, and instead of, you know, some nights, you know, we were just kind of standing around. We have these big empty gaps, you know, and, and then on, usually on Friday, it's usually from get to go, man, we're, we're getting it. So I told him, I said, now, look, you know, since this is your first job, I just want you to come in and – Check it out. See if it's something you want to do. Could be in for an hour or two. Just kind of see everything, you know. And and then if it is, then you can come back on Saturday, you know, for for to work. He's like, okay. So he shows up on Friday. <clears throat> of course, we're we're just getting hammered, and he's there for you know from like three to five or something like that. And uh, and that's why I tell him, I'm like, okay, look, man, you know, <clears throat> call your ride or whatever. Is it something, man, you think you want to do? You know, before we go through some paperwork and all this kind of stuff, he's like, he's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So I was like, okay, great. We'll just come back tomorrow, you know, and, um, you know, we'll get you started. So he shows up like at, I don't know, 11 or something like that. So we can I can kind of show him some of the Saturday prep, morning, Saturday morning, okay. you know, and, and, I sh- and kind of get him some of the prep work, get him in a slower time, you know, where he can kind of see where everything is and all stuff like that, you know, kind of baby stepping. And, uh, so he, he gets a, like a hour or two in, you know, and then I give him a, a break in the middle of the day. And I'm like, okay, I'll tell you what to do, man. You can go ahead and take your break. But instead of giving him like an hour break, I gave him like a two and a half hour break. I said, just come back like around three thirty or four, you know, that way, man, whenever you get here, you can just jump right in. So <clears throat> he came back and, um, when he got back, it just so happened that we had, we're just kind of ending a wave. You know, and then there, there just turned out to be like a 45 minute, very slow trickle, you know. So he was getting to, um, I, we were teaching him, you know, how to cut some of the food and, and kind of stuff like that. And then we we're just, you know, I, we kind of walked him around, showed him everything. Well, we we're kind of hitting this little dead spot. And I told him, I said, I said, uh, tell you what, man, well, we got some time, you know, <clears throat> and there's nothing going on. Why don't you grab a broom and give us a good sweep? And, uh, so he's like, oh, well, um, you know, he kind of looked around. I was like, hang on, man. I mean, so I went and grabbed the broom, you know, because I knew he didn't know where it was or whatever. And I handed it to him. And literally, man, you would have thought that I'd have handed him oh, no. some sort of uh, like, a, like a Rubik's Cube. <laughs> you know, and I told him, I said, I said, all right, man, you know, just just give us a good sweep in the kitchen and everything like that. Now, I, for everybody that's listening you know, you're not really going to get the picture. So I'm going to try to describe it. So the kid, he's, he's, he's six foot tall, at least. He reaches down with his left hand and about six inches off the bristles. He puts his left hand, he puts his right hand about midways up. Like a fucking hockey stick? Like the low, 
Okay, he's got <laughs> he's got the low grip. Oh, the sticks up here back behind him, the yeah. big part. Like like yeah, I mean you know like where you would normally grab the top of it in the middle, yeah. you know, and work it like that. He's grabbing it down by he's the choked bristles, down. choked yeah. down, yeah, and he's all bent over, and he's and he's he's rubbing the floor, uh-uh. and, and, and I thought he was just being a smart ass. You know, he's he's sixteen. I thought, okay, man, did you listen at him? It, no, I just let him go. I was just like going, oh my head, you know, I'll show you. I'm not gonna fix. You know, I'm not gonna, you know. Acknowledge. I'm not, not going to break character. No, I'm not going to acknowledge this. Is he an Olympic scrubber for curling? He's on the curling team. It's exactly. So I was like, well, man, you know, here in a minute, you know, he'll get tired of being a, you know, little peckerhead and he'll get, he'll grab the broom. He'll get on it. Well, I'll go up front and I'm starting to, you know, run some credit cards, you know, and, and do a few things. I come back about eight or nine minutes later, you know, not long. And he's still all choked down on the broom and he's still, and he's working in like this three foot area. He's not even hardly moved. And I was just like going, oh man, come on, man. This is, this kid is for real. I'm not believing you with nope. this. No, 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 no. Dude, I'm serious. I, I absolutely <laughs> Oh man, I'm telling you the truth. So I'm like, I'm like, hey man, c- come here. So I, I wave him over here and I'm like, look, I'll tell you something, man. Here's what you do. <clears throat> you grab the broom up top. And you grab it right here in the middle. And that way you don't have to bend over. And, and, and you give it a, you, you do this right here. And I gave him like the sweeping motion. He goes, Oh, for real. I mean, like, like it was absolutely for real. He had never seen a damn broom. He'd obviously never held one for sure. This is for real. He never saw one on TV. I don't know. A commercial. I don't know. I guess the only broom he ever saw was some bitch riding it. <laughs> It is it was that time of Halloween, year. you know, yeah. <laughs> I swear. So anyway, oh, and so I have, to, I have to give him the ones of, okay, look, you sweep from the wall out. Yeah. You, know, you you sweep all the way up underneath all this stuff. And you pull anything that might be under a table out. You know, you put it in a pile. You take this little gimmick right here and you scoop it up. And I mean, I gave him the, the one, two, threes, man, on how to sweep. 15 minutes later, I come back. And we're starting to get a little bit busy, so I'm, I'm I'm like, okay, man, let's put the broom down. We'll get you back over here, man. We'll get you cutting a few pizzas and stuff like that. Now this kid is six foot. He's probably close to like 180 or 90 pounds, man. Right. <clears throat> he's not cutting all the way through the pizzas. Okay, he's going like he's three quarters away. Oh, he's just he's like light handing it. You know, he's just kind oh, of you rolling it, bear down. On you those. know, and I'm telling him like, okay, hang on, man. Let me let me because he'd done two or three of them, and I'd had to go back. You know, and, and cut them all the way through. I'm like, here, look, put your thumb right here. Keep your elbow high and all your pressure goes straight down. Okay, I got it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I got it. So two or three more come out, man. He's still baby cutting it. And I'm just, by this time, man, I'm starting to get the red. I'm just like, come on, man, for real, dude. Cut these things. Why am I having to go behind you to cut a pizza? Now, come on. We have this other little bitty mini break. And I'm like, all right, man, let's just get back to sweeping. You know, this just let... My boy Nick handled the handle this right here, man. Because I was just like, oh man, you know, I'm, you know, breathe. You know, it's the, it's the kid's first day. You know, You're don't run yourself him off. off the ledge now. Yeah, don't run him off. So, uh, so anyway, so I'm like, all right, Nick, you cut the pizzas and everything. I'm gonna get him back on sweeping. I'm not joking when I say the summit grabbed a broom low again. No, I'm telling you, man, grab the broom low down again, man. Here he is, all bent over, man, and working the same little three foot square that he was working okay. before. Okay, so he's retarded. Look, man, I don't, I, you know, I, I, I yes or yes, I, I don't, I'm not, <laughs> you know, I don't, I'm just saying, man, that that he grabbed the broom again, and I just let him go with it. 
I was just, by this time, man, I'm already just like, just walk out, just walk, just leave, dude. Cause you can't run this kid off. You need help so bad that if he's just that dumb, let him be dumb, but hell he'll get the floor swept. Yeah. A few minutes later, I start having a few other orders come back and I give him one more shot on cutting the pizza. Okay. He baby cuts it again. Don't cut. I mean the one pizza. Okay. One pizza. And I'm just like, stop. We're changing jobs. Obviously, man. You are not a pizza cutter. Sweeping is is way over your head and cutting pizza is beyond. (laughs) So I'm going to give you something, man, that you can't hardly mess up. Come over here, man. We're going to wash some dishes. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Damn right. So I give him the bait and I'm thinking to myself, okay, man, I'm going to give him for sure the basic one, two, threes on this. We're going to get some, we're going to clean the sink out. We're going to run some hot water. We're going to get some soap. Here's a little scrubber gimmick, you know, rub all this stuff. And I wash two or three things, you know, to show him. I give him the example. I don't even, I don't even bother asking him if he's ever done it before. I'm just assuming he hadn't. <laughs> Smart at this point. <laughs> you know, yeah. So it ta- literally, man. All right. So by this time, man, we're just getting hammered. We're just running, you know, and I'm just thinking, okay, I'm just going to leave the kid over there. Now, literally there's like 12 or 14 pieces of stuff for him to wash. He was over there for about an hour. Okay. We get this other little. I'm done. We get this other little break. Now I'm telling you now. He 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 finally gets to a point, man, where he's put all the other dishes in this in the in the drain sink, and he's kind of standing there watching things go on. And I'm like, I tell you what, do man, grab the broom and get out here, man, and sweep the patio. We got some pine straw, you know, and and you could just get out of my, just get away from me, get you know, out of my just face. get away, yeah. <laughs> So we finally get a little bit of a break. I'm being long-winded about this, man, but I'm you're fine. Go ahead, I, I love it. So, uh, so why don't we get just like this? You know, because the, the the business kind of ebbs and flows, and as we're getting a little bit of a slowdown, man, I walk over there, man, just to eyeball the dishes. Dude, there's still daggum food stuck to the bowls and stuff, man. There was for real. There was like stuff that was that was stuck to it. And I walk outside, man, and just as as calmly as I could possibly be. As calm. You're getting red now just talking about Dude, it. <laughs> I'm like, hey man, let's take a break on what on this, man. Let's go back and finish the dishes. So I come back in there and I show him. I'm like, I pick up a bowl and I take my finger and I and I rub the inside of it, man. And and there's like a piece of chicken skin or something from, you know, where we had cooked some chicken wings or whatever. And I'm like, look here. I said, would you want to go somewhere and have your food cooked in something like this? You know, would you, you know, uh, no, you, the, the, your job over here is to clean this stuff out so that the next time we cook this food, it'll be clean for the next person's food to go in it. I have to just, I'm just, golly, man, just, just overstating the obvious. He's like, uh, okay. All right. So I'm like, let's drain the sink. We're going to start over. So he runs it for about 45 minutes again. Now I'm not, I'm not shitting you a bit, dude. There's like 12 or 14 pieces and four or five of them are knives. Okay. He gets through to a point by this time, by this time, uh, uh, my other brother, Kevin, his family, they were, they were coming through. They had stopped in just to say, Hey, so they're kind of hanging out. And, um, and, and so he, as I'm walking up front to take an order, by this time now, I've got a parking lot full of people, you know, waiting for me to walk their food out. We're full blown, man, just getting it. The phone's ringing and stuff like that. He walks up to me. He's like, hey, man, can I talk to you for a second? All hell. And I'm like, sure, man, what's going on? He goes, man, my back's hurting. I got to go. I'm, I, I, good luck, man, on finding somebody to work for you, okay? I'm, I'm, this, this job's not for me. 
and leave and walks out and that's it. <laughs> Literally, man, from start to like from the from the from the morning shift, he'd work like maybe two hours. The afternoon shift was like two and a half hours. All right, so less than five hours, the kid's back's hurting. You know, and he's like, man, I man, I'm I'm done. I'm out. And I'm like, okay, peace. You know, may the force be with you, bro. Well, you know, this is all this is is that Mama told him he had to get a job. He's been he's been babied his whole life or something. Hundred percent. So I'm trying to I'm, I'm, so I'm, I'm I'm trying to talk to him like like before all this kind of stuff kind of goes gets going and stuff like that. I'm trying to talk to him and kind of trying to you know get a little bit of a feel for who he is and kind of whatever so i can you know have some sort of a conversation with him kind of get to know him i like to do that man up front a little bit not necessarily remember his name but i want to know who he is <laughs> don't get personal just yeah, don't get to know the guy <laughs> yeah i ain't even gonna bother with that shit man for a while but um for this very reason for this very reason yeah so i ask him i'm like because this kid's six foot I'm like going, hey man, do you you play ball, man? You play some, you know, basketball with your buddies. You get out and throw the frisbee. You mow the yard. You know any of that stuff? He goes, nope. I'm like, what? What do you? What do you? What do you do for fun? He goes, I play on the computer. And I'm thinking to myself, no shit, dude. I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm okay. Well, what else do you do? Nothing. He sounds like one of the ones you're talking about before who has no personal skills. Zero. Yeah. Had ever talked to an adult before in his life. Zero. Homeschooled. Okay. So has no interaction. No social interaction. People, no social interaction. Don't know shit about shit. And obviously his mom and dad or whoever it is he lives with is cool with him being back there in his room, locked into his little cyber world. And that's it. And he yeah. come, his extent of being outside is from going from inside of wherever he is to the car and then back into wherever. Yeah. And, and. I mean, it just, it just totally tripped me out. You know, I've had, I've had to teach people how to read a clock before right. and things like that. I mean, you know, things like that, but never had a daggum sweep. I'm, I mean, it just tripped me out. So man, it's so a long winded version of the way my week went, you know, as far as work Shitty. goes, <laughs> you know, it was, was, it was rememberable. I'll always remember that for sure. Oh, no sweep Jones over here. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I mean, I'm, I'm speechless. Yeah, yeah, man. Me too. And I've told. I'm gonna tell you something, man. I've told my whole family. I'm like, man, y'all, y'all are not gonna believe this. You're I just, don't believe. I still don't believe. Nobody. I shouldn't say I don't believe. I do believe you nowadays. It makes absolute sense. People that are listening to this, if you have kids or if you know somebody who's <laughs> locked in their room and all they do is computer stuff. Go in there and change their life. You turn that shit off, man, and take them outside. At least get them to take the trash out. Or at least show them just something basic. Just the basic life skills. Because one of these days, man, they're going to have to do something on their own. I mean, surely they will. (laughs) I'm going to take a deep breath and calm down. I'm damn near broke out of a sweat. I've got our aromatherapy candle going. (laughs) I see. It's, it's, we're gonna have to. We're gonna do some. Some. We're gonna do our chakras now. We're gonna do our our, our chants mm-hmm. to calm the fuck down. Um, no, dude. I. I don't. I always had a. Um, I tried since from the time I was twelve to get a job at the Piggly Wiggly. I go in there every year and give them an application. How old are you? Thirteen. But I was this size. You know. Come back in about three years. <laughs> I'm not going to tell anybody. I just want to make some money. Yeah. You know? 
and they hired me. They hired me two weeks before I turned 16 because I would not stop badgering them about getting a job there. They're like, oh, oh, yeah, I, was, was, I, got, I got hired in the middle of, like in, at the end of October. So it's right before my birthday. They're like, all right, come on, you know. And I worked there until Kev offered me a job with more money. <laughs> I took that job, you know. Yeah. But I, I always wanted to be independent, you know, get some money in my pocket, you know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what, what kids are waiting on nowadays. I, I don't. I don't understand the the not driving thing either. No, that's that's common now. I know, but I don't understand that. I don't get because it because they can just Uber everywhere. In, in our town, can not you? in our town, but I mean, but they, in our, the one the big in, one next to us, yeah. yeah, Uber, Lyft, whatever. Wow, you know, um, but he has no reason to go anywhere because his life is in his bedroom, apparently. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that's his escape. Yeah, that you know, our escape wasn't. We had to. We had to go get money to go do things and <laughs> and go buy a car, go get a car, go get at least. You know, if we had a car, man, we had to get gas for yep. it. Insurance. You know. You know. We need, or at least we needed beer money. If all that was covered, you know, we needed something. You know. So yeah, we got out and hustled. Yeah, we got out and did what we we do. So I, I don't ever remember not wanting to drive. I mean, that was from the time I was a kid. I was like, God, if I get a car I and I can wait. go wherever I want to go, yeah. you know, do whatever I want to do. Freedom. And I have to ask mom, hey, could you take me to the skating rink or, or wherever we're going to go? How embarrassing was it to have your mom drop you off, man, somewhere that was that was the cool kids? I mean, we're, we're all. I went with the cool kids. <laughs> I'm just saying that, the, that everybody was there. Like, like I was I was always younger because I started school younger than everybody else. So I was a year, year and a half younger than everybody in my class. And so everybody had been driving for yeah. a while, you know, but, you know, as soon as I, as soon as I turned 14, man, you get a permit right now. It's different. I mean, now I think it's 15 or 16, You'd be but, 16 to get like a restricted license and you have to keep that till you're like you're 18, with no violation. They, yeah, they cracked down back. Even like when I was, what now? Really? Yeah. Damn. But like you can, I think now if you, once you, you can get your license at 16, Mm-hmm. But you you can't be on the road between six between um, either ten or eleven at night till six in the morning. Dude, I was driving to school in ninth grade. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, they changed the law like right before they didn't wasn't the restricted ones, but you had to be sixteen to get a driver's license. Um, right before I got mine, so I had to wait like, had to wait like an extra year, you know. But shit, I mean, I I bought a car when I was like thirteen, and taught myself how to. I bought. Like a 78 Toyota Corolla. It was blue, except for the right front fender was red. I got it for, got it for $300. It had no driver's side window. <laughs> and I'd go run, run up and down the road. We did that in the country. Yeah. Up and down the road there, learning how to drive, learning how to drift. <laughs> that parking brake works really well. <laughs> Yank that some bitch in a corner. <laughs> Slide the ass end around. All right, Jig. What about you, man? How was how was uh, your week? Any any news on the Western Front? There's well, not really. There there people are still suing um, the <laughs> FDA from all corners of the United States. Are they backing off yet? They've <clears throat> they've rescinded a few companies' denial orders. Um, so we're waiting to see what happens there. Oh, um, I know, but uh, there's like 28 different companies now have are have, have filed suit against um, them. You said that the FDA approved or not approved, but authorized authorized uh, 
a discontinued product. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, when you can't even get any more. Yeah. Holy smokes. The, the, basically, it's a lozenge. Uh, lozenge. Uh, I'm talking, nic- I'm nicotine the, lozenge. How about the, the views? No, view, the, the solo is still available. Oh, I thought it was discontinued. I don't think so. That's what Grim no. was saying the other day. It may, well, maybe. I don't uh, know. They may have discontinued it when they made the Alto. Yeah. Uh, but they didn't. The Alto didn't make it through. Well, do you want to tell everybody who views is owned by? It's R.J. Reynolds, of course. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, they got another one now that hasn't been in production for, and that's the lozenge. Basically, okay. it's a little. It looks kind of like a. It's called the Verve, um, and it's just a little like like a guitar pick size wafer that you pop in. It dissolves. And you get your nicotine. Uh, that one. Is that very popular? No, no, no. It didn't. Well, I mean, it's not even. It's, they, that's the discontinued. Okay, I may have misunderstood it then. They may bring it back now, but um, it didn't. It didn't do well. And I mean, even even the makers of like Nicorette gum and lozenges know that if all of their products were non-flavored or tobacco flavored, nobody would use them. Mm. So, I mean, isn't a big part of all that stuff, man, is like the hand to the mouth thing. Sure. Or, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of, there's the, and it's a bigger part than people think, you know, it's, uh, nicotine, uh, really is, I wouldn't, I, from what I've seen is no, no different as far as addiction level as caffeine. And, you know, people load up on coffee and tea and soda all day. Yeah. You know, energy drinks, that kind of stuff. So it's not a problem when it's that, you know, let your kid drink a six pack of monster a day, but God forbid they get a hold of a vape, you know. Yeah. I mean, tar is uh, the killer. Yeah. It, it yeah, really is. Definitely. Definitely. The tar from the cigarettes is what is what causes it, the cancer and all the, the it, emphysema. It makes a huge difference. Um how you're ingesting nicotine. It makes a huge difference. And, uh, you know, there's, there's efficient ways to do it. And vaping is that efficient way. And it's the most effective when it comes to people that are trying to quit smoking, but they don't want that yeah, uh, at all because it takes a lot of money out of their pockets. Yeah, yeah sure. But yeah. So, Nothing else really going on. Dude, slowest week in six years. Really? Yeah. It's it's been a constant decline in sales since the third, second or third week in September. What's the cause? You think just people? I I don't know honestly. I I think the you know prices on everything else going up mm. doesn't help. Yeah, you know, yeah. gas is the highest it's been in whenever. Oh, wow. So and we're getting close to Christmas, so people are pinching pennies that way too. So I think that's got a lot to do with it. Uh, but we've never like, in, honestly, you know, it'll, it'll, our six year anniversary is in three days Happy and anniversary, we're yeah. the awesome. worst, the worst October we've had in six years. So, well, I mean, I noticed that, but, you know, you'd, you'd posted that you're changing your store hours too. I'm, I'm taking off Wednesdays. Um, <coughs> uh, you know, I sat at the shop last Wednesday from, you know, 10 AM when we open till five o'clock, not one person. Oh, damn. So I told Nancy, I'm, 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 I'm killing a day. Yeah. You know, there's no sense in me being up here. You know, I, I'll miss the occasional sell here or there on a, on a given day. They'll come back. But, you know, I figured if I got it in, I'm going to try it till the end of the year and, uh, play it by ear 
next year. You know, if, if, if our sales continue to decline, I mean, it's just, you know, how do you sustain Yeah, what you got? So that's what I'm doing. Just, uh, picking another, you know, we're going to be closed on Sundays and Wednesdays. We've always been closed on Sundays, Yeah, but, uh, Wednesdays seem to be a, a trend in no sales. Well, they for a while. Sales. Saturdays were really slow for you for a while. Saturdays, yeah, took a hit. That was um, that started last year. Yeah. Uh, Saturdays and Fridays are usually our best days. You know, a Monday will sneak in there every once in a while. You know, people coming off the weekend. But uh, yeah, uh, I've been wanting to pick. You know, take at least another day off during oh, the week sure. just to kind of chill out and get my head right. I think it, I'm, and I'm proud for you, man. So I'm glad you're doing just, that. I you hate know, that it's a it's you know sales related or yeah. whatever. Yeah, I just but health wise, you know, I mean, last yeah, couple oh, times yeah, I've seen definitely, you, you've been super stressed. The, the mental health part of it was a big a big thing too. I said, you know, I just sat there all day Wednesday and was mad for no reason. You know, yeah. I know there I know there's going to be slow days in business. It happens to everybody, but when it's having that kind of effect on me, I'm pretty laid back. Yeah. And I don't let a whole lot of shit get to me. And I just sat there. I was like, where the fuck <laughs> is everybody? I turned the open you sign know? on. <laughs> yeah. Is the door locked? Did somebody, you know, did I forget to unlock it? But, um, so yeah, I just, uh, I decided to pull the trigger and take a day off and, uh, see how it works out. So we'll reassess after the first of the year, see where we stand and, uh, Go from there. Smart move. In my yeah. in my opinion, I mean, even when I had my business, I took Mondays off. Right. You know. Well, you know, man. There's there's other businesses here in town that close half a day on Wednesday. You know, yeah. small town USA. Yeah. I mean, you know, middle that's, of the week. That's a holdover from World War Two. They go home and work their, their victory gardens. Oh. Help help with food shortages and whatnot. My <laughs> business was closed on on Wednesday. Everybody go home, work the garden. You know, get get stuff together for. I troops. Wonder why, or, I wonder where all that yeah. came from. Huh. It's a World War II hang uh, layover, holdover from World War II where people would go home. They had victory gardens to help raise crops, to help with food shortages and, and stuff like that. Heck yeah. Yeah. Um, what about you, man? I, <laughs> my, my week was, my week, I told you about it before you got here. That I had a, had a couple crazy nights just running around and trying to teach lab techs how to do their job, even though I have no degree in in lab technology, um, explain to them how blood works. Uh, I, well, the night I had all that running around, I did. I stopped at Billy's place, stopped by and saw Shotgun Billy. Yeah, and uh, it, it was it was calm. I was all, but I, I can had, just picture this guy, man, with this Joe Dirt haircut. No, he's got a he's got a pretty short haircut. He wears his cap backwards. He's probably, I don't know. Six foot tall. It's kind of hard to tell because he's behind that counter and it's kind of elevated, yeah. you know, above from his sniper position he's in. <laughs> but uh, so I, I pulled in there. It was like two in the morning. I pulled in to get gas because I was down like next to nothing. And where this place is at, there's really no other gas stations around that area. So that's like last stop before I get to the, the main town I'm going to another 40 miles away. Pull in there, gas pumps are down. <laughs> Billy comes out the door. He's like, give it 10 minutes. He said, every Monday morning it does this at 2 o'clock. It updates their oh. their stuff on the pumps. I'm like, okay. He said, just keep an eye on it. He said, uh, you'll, you'll see it when it pops back up saying you can pump gas. I'm like, man, thank God. I got like 20 more miles worth of gas in, my, in the van. I'm, 
<laughs> He's like, oh, it'll be up in a minute. And about less than five minutes, it popped back up, ready to go. So I saw Billy, said hi to him. You know, he was coming outside to smoke a cigarette, as he always does. Uh, Billy's a nice enough guy. You know, he kept me from getting in the middle of a meth fight <laughs> with that <laughs> ridiculous gun of his. <laughs> I, like, I didn't even mention it. It's, I didn't see nothing. I didn't hear nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, rest of the week was really, really cool, really laid back. Um, nothing crazy happening. Uh, the asshole who hung up on me that, that mm-hmm. day, yeah. he waited till my morning counterpart came in before he made his phone call. He, he, he ain't talking to me no more, which I'm, I'm <laughs> glad about. I don't want to talk to him more either. Um, it was just a really cool week. It was really laid back and chill. And I'm hoping, like I told you, I hope this next, this next one's my last one before vacation. Yeah. So if I make it through this one right here, I ain't got to put up a no bullshit for damn near a month. I don't go back to work until Thanksgiving night. So that's awesome. I'm looking forward to, uh, to relaxing some, I get some motorcycle riding in. Now that it's actually cool enough weather that you can enjoy it without baking on the back of that bike. Um, I think I'm going to go to the casinos first week of work because she's taking my first week of vacation. She's taking off too. Mm-hmm. We'll both be off for that whole first week. Y'all going North or South North. Yeah. Um, I guess the best way to go. Um, they're pretty much giving rooms away, begging yeah. people to come. Imagine so. And uh, we were going to go like during the week because it was it was practically next to nothing for a couple nights, like forty bucks Damn. for two nights. I was like, I really want to go on Saturday so I can bet on the games. <laughs> She's like, Fine, we can go. She so can bet on the games. I'm like, Yeah. So we'll get there Friday night, put my bets in for Saturday morning, and when that Friday night game blows up in my face. I'm going to put another bet on Saturday night. Don't look. And then I'll go back Saturday afternoon to bet on the West Coast games that hadn't started yet. So, yeah, I'm, I've got a system. Trust yeah. me, okay? And so uh, maybe I'll win enough. We can put some new equipment in here, maybe some better mics or something. Are you, um, are you playing any table games or anything? Uh, probably not. I'm just going to get drunk and just yell the, yell, the, yell the TV. <laughs> Run it, motherfucker! You ain't covered the spread yet! <laughs> what about Tank, man? It's, yeah. She plays slots, dude. Slots. Penny yeah. slots. You know, Miss High Roller. Yeah. With her sequin cap on. Just typical slot girl. Just Man, when uh way back in the day, man, when we used to go to the <laughs> casino with Judd's grandma Nelly. Oh yes. Yeah. Grandma Nelly. That she that she was the shit. She was awesome. Yeah. Um <laughs> she used to play like the, the low end machines, but she would tell me, she was like, Man, you know that it cost you almost as much to play these low end machines or more or more yeah. than it does like the quarter or the dollar machines or whatever. And I was like, really? She's like, Oh yeah, man. Cause you got like 30 bets that you make on all this stuff. And by the time you put a nickel in on each one, you know, it you're, adds up. you're a dollar 50 in where on the quarter machines, you'd be 75 cents in. I'm like, wow. I didn't even, you know, yeah. One of those penny machines I saw was like $17 a roll. If you were betting max bet, I was like, yeah. go good on a dollar machine. You have better odds of winning. They've got wow. penny machines in the high roller rooms in some casinos that are like $88 a spin. What? Yeah. They've got, uh, they go in, um, like, it's either dollar or 10 cent denomination. Yeah. And uh, you can change your bet up to, like, on the penny machines, it'll take up to $88 a spin. That's crazy, man. <clears throat> on some, like, the tr- like the, the lucky eights or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. All them pretty lights cost money. Yeah. Wow. Uh now, other than uh, I had a had a good had a good work week. Um, looking forward to vacation. Uh, going to record a lot that week. Those those weeks I'm off. Um, if y'all want to, we can record every Monday night I'm off. Yeah, sure. If y'all yeah. want to do that, I'm down with it. All right. You want to do some news? Yeah. 
All right. Oh, come on. Let's see here. Suspect who stole a U-Haul calls the police and asks for deputies to stop chasing him. <laughs> you never know unless you ask. Right. Hey, could y'all just cut that shit out for a little while? <laughs> Adams County, Colorado. A driver who allegedly stole a U-Haul truck called police dispatch and asked for deputies to stop chasing him after they located the stolen truck. Around 1.40 a.m. on Saturday, Adams County Sheriff's deputies located the stolen U-Haul parked at a convenience store on the corner of Federal Boulevard and West 80th Avenue. When the deputies approached the vehicle, the driver took off. Police pursued the truck, and the driver called dispatch to ask why he was being chased and wanted the deputies to stop. (laughs) Deputies had to use a tire deflation device, and the vehicle finally stopped at West 72nd Avenue and Pecos Street, where the driver was arrested. Yes. That's crazy. Now he's probably one of those guys that that was running in Walgreens and grabbing like a thousand dollars worth of shit because they're not stopping you, man. I mean, like yeah. in certain areas, you know, unless you're getting like over a certain amount or whatever. I mean, you know, hey, I just stole a truck. What the hell? You know, I, I have a, like affinity for dumb crook news. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I just I don't know. I I don't feel bad for him, <laughs> but I love laughing at him because yeah. you think like 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 your new employee you had. Surely no one is this dumb. You can't be that dumb. Can't be. But they are. And they come. there's more of them than you think there are. Yeah. Uh, the Refreshments had a song back in the 90s called Stupid People. Or it's called Banditos. But the, the course of the song is everybody knows the world's full of stupid people. And it's it's the absolute truth. Yeah. How have we, how have, how have we not fell, fell apart as a society yet? Because thank goodness, man, there's not that many of them. You know what I mean? I don't know, man. It's... I got more, more articles more right here in year. front of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know back like in the, God, like 2010, I heard about the Flat Earth Society. And I told Tank, I was like, <laughs> there's a thing called the Flat Earth Society. I said, they have members join every year. And she's like, dumb people are born every year. <laughs> I was like, That's a good that's, point. <laughs> that, that's yeah. Michigan man running from cops gets lost in the woods and has to call 911 for help. There's a theme tonight. Are you seeing this? <laughs> a northern Michigan man is facing charges after he got lost while trying to escape police and had to call 911. This guy, they gave his name. They're <laughs> putting him on blast. Kevin William Teague, 43, was arraigned in the 80, 86th District Court in Grand Traverse County on October 14th and is set to appear again for a hearing next Tuesday. Teague, 43, was arrested on October 6th. Uh, after it was alleged that he broke into a couple's home in Williamsburg, east of Traverse City, uh, according to Michigan State Police. Just over 7 p.m. that evening, a trooper with the MSP Cadillac Post responded to a call from a woman who said she was watching TV when she saw a man walk into the living room. At first, the woman said she thought it was her husband, but screamed when she realized it wasn't. The woman's husband came downstairs and told the man, later identified by police as Teague, also a Williamsburg resident, to leave. He'd been doing a point of a gun if it had been my house. I was like, yeah. <laughs> uh, the trooper searched the area and found Teague in the backyard of, of his parents' home nearby. But when the troopers tried to speak with the suspect, he ran away into the woods. A K-19 was called in to help search for the suspect, but couldn't track him down. Later that evening, however, Teague called 911 to report he had gotten lost and needed help. Teague helped police figure out where he was. He flagged him down and was taken to Grand Traverse County Jail. He faces one count of breaking and entering without permission and one count of 
resisting and obstructing police. Bond was set at a thousand dollars or ten percent. Jeez. I mean, why? I mean, did, did he try to steal anything, or what? He just wandered in. Or? Well, they said he was pretty close to his parents' house. I'm wondering if he was all jacked up on Mountain Dew and Cheetos and got in the wrong house or something. You know, I, I don't know. Of course, it wouldn't. It was probably. It was math. Come on. It was probably math. He'd never been outside other than go to the car and get back in. He just got confused. This isn't my bedroom. Where am I? Should have given him the broom test to find out for sure. That's right. Sweet. Yeah. Let me see what you got. No, it, it is. It, I, 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 I love dumb crooks because when I read these stories, I think, hell, I could do better than that. Yeah, you know they only got caught because this guy was free. the The canines couldn't even find him. Wow. All he had to do was go back home or go somewhere else. No, this dipshit got in the woods and got lost. I had to go. Hey, could y'all come pick me up? I ran away from you. I'm gonna drop a pen. Man. Y'all, come. <laughs> y'all come find me, man. Help me, help me. <laughs> oh man. King Juan Carlos of Spain was injected with female hormones as his sex drive was a danger to the state. A former police chief has claimed that Spain's disgraced and exiled king, Juan Carlos, was injected with female hormones by the Spanish Secret Service because his sex drive was seen as a danger to the country. Jose Manuel Valero, a former police commissioner, is on trial for blackmail and corruption and made the allegation during a preliminary hearing. According to the Times, Valero said the National Intelligence Center injected female hormones and testosterone blockers to control his libido because it was considered a problem of the state that he was so horny. He added, (laughs) he added, it took everything away from him. He couldn't be with a woman or anything. The 70-year-old former police officer denied having any involvement in the effort to manage Juan Carlos's sex drive, saying he learned the news from Corina Larson, a former lover and ex-monarch. Spanish media has been reporting for weeks that Spain's ruling class are fearful of Valero's trial and what he might reveal. The 70-year-old former policeman is thought to be in the center of a deep state apparatus stretching back many decades. Political Europe reports that his activities are thought, quote, to have tarnished the reputation of an array of ministers, business leaders, senior figures in the judiciary, and even the monarchy. So how old is this king guy? Uh, dude, I, um, that's a picture. He's old. That's a picture. That's a picture of him. Holy smoke. So he's probably in his seventies, if not eighties. And that dude's so horny, man. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a problem for the, for the country. <laughs> Spanish fly is a hell of a deal. <laughs> the real Spanish fly. That's the real deal. Jeez, man. I mean, could you imagine? I, 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 I just can't stop. Bring me another one. You know, like, well, hold up, up, hold up. Let's get you some of these, get some estrogen shots first. We'll see how it calms you down. Dang, man. That's, that's, do you, you think it was real or you think that he, he, the king put that out there to make himself look bigger and everybody just went along with it? Uh, that's that's the question. Oh, uh, okay. Or I mean, you know, I mean, you know, it could be that man. Or was I mean, was he having sex with with like kids or something stupid? You I know would I mean? not be surprised by that either. You know, I mean, is it? I mean, is that the? I mean, what's he? I don't know, man. I don't either. But yeah, that's that's crazy. I mean, they may have caught him, man, cracking goats or something. Man. I mean, <laughs> 
They're like, dude, we can put a, put a stop to that shit, man. You're going to embarrass the whole. We got to slow him down. Yeah. We're going to give you your own titties to feel. That's right. How about that? That's right. Get the king his own breast yeah. implants. <laughs> Rub your own for a while. Stay in your damn room. <laughs> right. Woman breaks into a Coronado home, changes the locks, and pretends she lives there. Out of Coronado, California, which is around San Diego. Police so are- she was celebrating Columbus Day. <laughs> <laughs> this is my place now. It's mine. Uh, police arrested a woman who they say made herself at home after breaking into a stranger's house in Coronado. It all started with a call from an out-of-town resident around 11 p.m. Thursday who told Coronado Police Department that a relative who lives nearby noticed suspicious activity at the house on Alameda Boulevard, agency said on Instagram. Officers showed up and confirmed that someone appeared to be inside, and they found metal shavings on the ground and pieces of an old lock at the door. The neighbor provided a spare key, and the police discovered the bizarre turn in the investigation that someone had changed the lock to the place. The resident confirmed that no one was supposed to be there, and they currently hadn't asked for the lock to be changed. Wow. There's more. Officers called for backup and started checking around the home, finding multiple doors wide open in the back of the house. The fireplace was roaring and music was playing, and police could see someone moving around on the second floor. Police called for the sheriff's department helicopter to help them and a San Diego police canine unit. A few minutes later, a woman stepped out of the home, claiming the house was hers and that there were two children inside. Officers took the woman into custody, uh, held Officers took the woman into custody, but held off on sending the dog inside until they could confirm no children were in harm's way. In the end, they found no one else inside, according to the department. The woman, 43, insisted that she belonged at the property, but admitted she'd called out a locksmith to change the locks herself. Police say she was arrested and charged with burglary, according to the CPD. Wow. So... Imagine just like squatters' rights or something <laughs> on somebody's vacation home. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, imagine like like you go you go away for a weekend or something. Your neighbor calls you like, "Hey, there, somebody has moved into your house. Just showed up at your house one day, popped the locks off, called a locksmith. Who and you can't, the locksmith don't know? Yeah, he's just doing his job. I want to change these out right quick. Sounds like Goldilocks. Somebody's sleeping in my bed." <laughs> <laughs> I got my porridge. Yeah, just the audacity. I think mental problems, maybe. Golly, I, you, well, yeah, definitely. you'd think. Yeah, uh, I mean, it is California. Yeah, you know how they are. Um, and so yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't imagine coming home. So maybe sitting in my house. What are you doing here? Well, what, the, what are you doing here? Yeah, this is my house. All right. Do we have mortgage payment? I just, I just thought I'd come in and start jamming some of your music. And... You don't get it. Dad shoots son after refusing to stop playing guitar. <laughs> Strong junk. <laughs> you already shaking your head no? Yeah. Did Benny ever threaten to shoot you for playing drums? No. Well, he was a drummer. He didn't he, care. Yeah, he... <laughs> This is in Blue Ash, Ohio. A 79-year-old Blue Ash man is accused of shooting his 50-year-old son because he wouldn't stop playing the guitar. Court record show. Around 
<laughs> you look so distressed over this. God. Around 5 p.m. Sunday, Blue Ash first responders were called to the 3500 block of Moeller Road for an accidental shooting, according to police documents. Fred Hensley Sr., 79, told police his son would not stop playing guitar. So Hensley Sr. said he got his gun and threatened to shoot his son. The report from Blue Ash Police explained. The father said he wasn't trying to hit his son. He only meant to shoot near him. (laughs) (laughs) Police police found the gun, a spent shell casing, and the guitar, which apparently, with apparent bullet holes during their search of the home. Hensley Sr. called 911 after the shooting, but then a fight between the father and the son broke out. The police report reads... Hensley Sr. suffered injuries to his face and mouth area, police said. The son said he did not remember hitting his dad when asked, according to the police. Hensley Sr. went to the hospital before being booked into Hamilton County Justice Center around 10.30 p.m. Sunday for felonious assault. His bond is set at $60,000. The son was also taken to the hospital for the gunshot wound around his ribcage area. Trigger discipline. Don't don't put your finger on the trigger. Well, I take it back. He, he wanted to shoot near his son. He said, "Yeah." So yeah, he he was shooting with intent. But but his son's fifty. <laughs> yeah. What the? I mean, why are you at your dad's house? This when is you're the future. 50? This is the future of your your employee you just had, dude. <laughs> All he's on the computer apparently. Yeah, he's playing Guitar Hero, man. He's like, <laughs> 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 like, I'm so sick and tired of that. Yeah. I, I, I I love these stories like this. I got another one in here where a guy uh, ran into a liquor store with a chainsaw. Really? And just started like fucking the shit up. And the, like the guy, the guy who owned the liquor store ran out and called the police. There's a guy in here with a running chainsaw. It was like a liquor store, convenience store, like connected to each other. Wow. He went into one, started doing stuff, and came into the other one, started doing the same thing. He was running, running this chainsaw like over the aisles and stuff. Oh, wow. God. Guess where that was at? California. Oh, I was going to say, man, that shit wasn't in Alabama. Get rid of that smoke. Click, 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I don't know. There's been so much going on. You heard about all the remains they've been finding around here? Yeah. What is up with that? Uh, Have you heard about them, Jig? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like One was close to like, the church you went to growing up, I think. I think it was down. Yeah, sounds like I think, think it was down that way. Yeah. Mm. But it's been like, like every week they're finding remains of people. I didn't realize there's that many people, man, that had gone missing. Or well, whatever. a lot of them have been gone for years. You know, I don't know if you remember the lady here in town yep. who had been missing forever. You know, she used to come to the pawn shop a lot where oh, I worked at. Oh, I know that. Came in all the time huh. because I don't think she drove, but she lived pretty close to the yeah. up and behind the shop. Uh-huh. And uh, we were, and she came in like. I think she might have had like one loan there, but she was always on time. She never, it never lapsed and everything got close to it. She was never on my call list for people who were getting close to losing, losing their stuff. Mm-hmm. And she would come in and I, Hey, Miss B, how you doing? Doing good. You know, and we, and she would buy a few things from us, whatnot, knickknacks and jewelry or stuff like that. And, uh, somebody, I guess in the community came by as we'd seen her. I said, I hadn't seen her. I said, I can tell you last time I seen her. And I pulled up her file. And it was like two weeks before that. I said, she should be coming in pretty soon. You know, because she was just so 
on the dot. Do you know who I'm talking about? I I didn't know her. Okay, well, no, you know, but know I, about the case. I knew about the case. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and so like, like there were posters started to be put up, flyers. They were doing like candlelight visuals for all this kind of stuff. And then back, I guess back in the first part of the year, you know, they found her remains under her house in a crawl space. I'm like, it's, the police kept saying it's not against the law to go missing. And it's not. Yeah. It is not against the law as an adult to grab your stuff and just go. Yeah. You know, and, and they were, well, it's not against the law to go missing. So, you know, we'll do all we can. I remember Mr. Mike, you know, he used to work for me. Oh, yeah. And uh, she lived around, around his neighborhood yeah, there, didn't she? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 He was. He was pretty sure. He was like, man, I'm I'm sure, man, that she just didn't wander off. Yeah, that's what everybody was saying. You know. That it was somebody close to her. And then, uh, but they had checked her house mm-hmm. first. So they think that, or somebody thinks, you know, that that after they had checked her house, they went and put her back Dumped up underneath it. it. Yeah. You know, they're like, hey, man, they're going to go back and check it again. Yeah. But I guess they did. Uh but me and Mess were talking about it the other day. She said, "Look at the, she sent me the, the latest article mm. around what I was talking about." And um, I said, "Damn, another one!" She's like, "It's all the." She, it's not like these are out like in the middle of nowhere. That one was like on the side of the road, on the yeah. side of the highway. Yeah. I said, "Man, I mean, how?" I'm thinking know, he had, he had been missing since what, like 2019. Yeah, I was, I was going to say I was going to say 16, but it's probably 19. Could have been. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I don't like, remember like every year people would post this picture on yeah. Facebook. Like around well, they the time had they search parties going around the area where he was yeah. staying. Yeah. Because he was living in a hotel. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that guy. I just, yeah. I remember seeing his picture so he many was, times. He was living down close to, uh, in that hotel close to mom and dad's. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they, they searched all that area up to the, you know, up to the levee, the waterway and down and nothing. You think it was a hit and run? No, I don't think so. You don't. I don't. Well, yeah. now, now, how far? How far off the road? What did they find it? You can. You can. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, it was pretty close where they talked. Hmm. I don't know the exact. Don't don't quote me on that. I don't know for sure. Was it closer to the hotel or the levee? Oh no, it was. It was down. Uh, down the highway. Like it. Yeah. Oh, oh, well, damn. Like, on, yeah, it's down there close to the Church of Christ way I understood. I could be wrong, though, but it's pretty close down there. I'm thinking it was somewhere around that area. I somewhere like the old uh, one stop down there. Yeah, I got you. Somewhere around oh, there. Oh, wow, I didn't, I didn't realize. Yeah, so it was it was out of town. Yeah. But I know there's a lot of, there's a lot of, um, like, if you look up police reports in this area, Nine out of ten of them are going to take place around White Springs. Yeah, like al- almost a given. You're going to see White Springs on that on that on that roster. Um, so, I'm thinking probably got in the wrong crowd. I, I'm thinking it was probably a drug deal or something gone bad, and they took him out. Hmm. Uh, don't know. That's uh, it happens. We've know? got a guest on the show. Are you there? You can hit unmute and turn your camera on if you want to. Hey. Hello. Hello. Joining us tonight is the one and only. How's everybody doing? We're good. Good. 
<laughs> Joining us tonight is the one and only Miss Alabama, uh, Har- Harpoon's lady friend. Something like that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, damn. Um, so I wanted to get get your uh, your view on things. You're kind of coming in. We're talking about finding dead bodies. Uh, so you came in right, right in time. Good uh, subject changer. Uh, I'm, ha- I'm Hango. You've met Jet before, haven't you? I think I'm. Only, I have. I think I'm the only yeah. one you hadn't met yet. Um, yeah. Jet, swing that mic stand around so they can see your beautiful face. There you Ooh. go. All right. Um. Anyway, uh, I I wanted to get your take. Like I told you, were quizzing me last night on what I was going to ask you. Um. We we've heard harpoons. Tragic tales of online dating and uh, just what an absolute clusterfuck it is. Um, I'd like to get like a, a woman's perspective on it because I'm sure I'm sure it's a very different, a very different uh, outcome. No. Um, yes. Um, Harpoon and I have have talked a little bit about our experiences um, with online dating Um you know, a, a woman's perspective, very similar to um, what he had experienced with some interesting pictures. Um, <laughs> lots of pictures with um, fish. Um, urinals in the background. Um, you know, and you just kind of wonder, like, what? why were you thinking that was the best picture to put up on your profile? Um, <clears throat> pictures with other women. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, you know, um, just to show camo, that somebody likes hunting, it. you know, and that's great. You know, those are things that those guys are were obviously interested in, and and those were their their hobbies. Um, so yeah, those are just uh, well, I want some know, examples of what was of, like of what I've seen. I, I can only imagine just the absolute shit show that your DMs were on a dating app. <laughs> I mean, she, she's, uh, a, she's a very, she's a very attractive woman. Beautiful. And so I, I, I could only imagine <laughs> the absolute degenerates who, who were sending you messages and or pictures. Uh, it must've just been like a nonstop avalanche of dick pics and terrible pickup lines. <laughs> An avalanche of dicks. Uh-huh. That's the name of this episode. <laughs> avalanche of dicks. Um, yeah, so I've been on, you know, more than one um, dating app. They're they're all a little different. Some where women have to uh, can only reach out to men. Um, some where you know anybody, you know, men can can message women, and and those were the ones that I think scared me the most. Um, because of, yes, what I, uh, received on a, you know, lots and lots of messages. Uh, oh no, just not so much. I didn't, I didn't get a lot of pictures. Um, cause I never really, you know, I think if I would have responded and kind of opened the door to some of those, um, you know, maybe that would have gone to that next level, but. Um, I just chose not to respond to a, to a lot of it. Um, some were definitely more persistent, even if I didn't respond, and they would like 
keep responding, you know, messaging me like, you know, every other day, like, what are you doing? Why aren't you responding? I'm like, well, dude, there's a reason I'm not responding, you know, like just, just, just a lot of persistence. I'm not interested. Move on. (laughs) Trying to get a job at Bigly Wiggly. (laughs) I told them. I told Harpoon, you know, then they'd find me on um, social media. And then if I didn't respond on the app, then they'd start messaging me on social media, which, um, you know, I'm still thinking, like, dude, I didn't respond to the app. I didn't respond to you on Instagram. And I'm not going to, res- why would you think I'm going to respond to you on Facebook? Um, so, you know, just, I, I don't know, just uh, a little bit of everything from, you know, since the whole cougar thing is so all over TikTok, a lot of younger men. Um, oh, I mean, it's just a it's just a variety. Like I can't even begin to explain the variety of uh, well, I what, what I had had experienced. You know, and um, <clears throat> I, I, yeah, I mean, there's just I think um, you know, harpoon gets a little like like there's just no words for for what goes on on online dating. Um, to me, it was, you know, it felt like with, with guys, it was just very much a hookup, you know, I'm going to message her, try to see if I can, you know, hang out with her this weekend and then, you know, see, see if I can swipe right next weekend and and get somebody else. You know, that's what I felt like a lot of the times with, with what all was going on. And that just wasn't what I was, you know, looking for. So. Well, it, so it's a, he said the same thing. It's a wild ride. You know, the, yeah. he, he went in there with the intention of, of finding somebody. You know, it wasn't, he right. wasn't getting on the, the dating apps to find a hookup yeah. or, or to find a, a weekend, you know, get together or whatever. Um, right. And from friends of mine that I know have, have, have used Tinder or Bumble or whatever, um, or still are, that's a lot of it. Uh, from from what I've heard, yeah. it's just a. It's not about finding the one. It's about finding someone for the time being, you know. Um. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm glad that y'all you got at least got a friendship out of this, if if nothing else. I mean, y'all seem to be getting along pretty well. I think we get along real well. <laughs> yeah. Well, that that's I'll good. second that. Yeah. Now, so I mean, just I mean, just. As we're as we're talking about, you know, how we met and and things like that, you know, and how you you were telling me the story of, you know, how you know guys were catching up with you on the social media and stuff like that. You know, you you came up with an an alias. <laughs> you know, yeah. So that people wouldn't, so that people wouldn't, you know, mm-hmm. catch up with you on your so on on social. Oh, she uses an alias on the dating the dating apps. Well, yeah. Well, that's a smart thing to do. It's very smart. There's a lot of yahoos out there. Well, do you want to you want to tell the whole story, Harpoon? You, you tell it. <laughs> <laughs> He's just passing the baton. Go ahead. You want me to tell it? Yeah. <clears throat> well, so you know, I mean, it all starts with you know, you see a picture, you know, and you're like, oh, you know, he's 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 very attractive and. And um, I thought I definitely thought that about Harpoon, and you know I swiped whichever direction I was supposed to swipe, and he had swiped on me as well. So um, we connected, and um, I'm not sure. I mean, I can't remember who kind of messaged who first, and I don't know. I just kept looking at his name, and I'm like, 
like so when you when I first swiped, I only saw his first name. I didn't see a last name until we messaged, and then there was the first and last name, and I was going, "How? Oh, like, I know that name. Like, how do I know that name?" And um, Mr. Um, Harpoon had an alias as well, <laughs> and um, on his um, on his um, on his um, profile, and I figured out the alias. And so once I figured out the alias, because he kind of he kind of ghosted me a little bit, because I think I messaged him at first, and then I was like, oh, you know, he's not messaging me back. But once I figured out the alias, then he decided that um, I may be uh, worthy of a of a message back. So my so my alias. Ha- can I guess it? Yeah, Long Dong Silver. <laughs> <laughs> so, my, so my alias was uh, Tyler Dirt. Oh, nice. Good, good one. Good one. And, and so when she messaged me back, you know, or, or whatever, we had, you know, had a couple of little, Hey, how are you? Or whatever. And then, and then she had said, uh, so the, the first rule of fight club is you don't talk about fight club. And because for anybody that don't know, man, it's, it's the, you know, one of the lead characters in the movie fight club. And, uh, and when she said that, when she messaged that back to me, um, I was just like, okay, man, you got a winner. My, you have my full attention. <laughs> and she's, I, your, she's your Marla. What do I, you know? Didn't I tell you that? Did I tell you? I told you. I was like, okay, you got my full attention now, and and she's had it ever since. So I mean, I was, I knew she was, she was, she's very, you know, like like I've told you guys before, she's very smart, and very creative, and and she figured it out. So I mean, that was, yeah, be making soap in no time. That's yeah. right. You know, that's um, what was it? They were talking about. It. I watched that movie a million times. Like I bought it when it first came out in 99 or 2000, whenever it came out on DVD mm-hmm. and, uh, Helena bottom Carter that plays Marla in the movie. She's British. And so the line, when they first time her and Tyler have sex, she says, I hadn't been fucked like that since grade school. <laughs> well, Helena bottom Carter didn't know what grade school was. And she's like, oh, you mean primary? Oh, my God, I just said that on the film, you know? <laughs> so she said that line not knowing what it meant. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So, well, I'm, I'm, that's, it's awesome that, that, you knew the, that you knew the alias. That's, that's great. And, and, so, and so her alias was um, Mary Catherine Gallagher. Okay. Which, which sniffing them pits. Which, yeah. 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 So superstar, you know, they may, they may be too young for that. Do you guys remember that on Saturday night? That was oh, like yeah. when we were in high school. Yeah. 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 We're okay. not, we're not that young. How, how young do you think I am? I think you're young. I'm not sure. A little <laughs> bit that, um, harpoon has told me about you. I think you're a little bit younger. No, I'm 40. Okay. Yeah. I'm not that young. My hair decided to leave, so same. Yeah, no hair club over here. The no hair club for men. Um, now, so I, how how long did you use? How long did you use dating apps? Off and on, or on, or. Um, I tried them right after my divorce. Um, gosh, that's almost been ten years ago. Okay. Uh, and wow, yeah, that was um. And, and experience even then and then um like like uh, harpoon i've been in a long-term relationship um and i've been out of that for over two years now and so 
just a little while back, I got back on him, and lo and behold, I uh, met Harpoon. You found you found Tyler. Um, Tyler Durden. That, that's, Mr. that's Durden. So, you didn't tell me you used that. That's you couldn't have picked a better one. You should have been Captain Kangaroo. No. Nah. <laughs> Obviously, man, if it, you know, if I if I put something like Captain Kangaroo or if I put Harpoon or something like that, I mean, everybody would know it was an alias. Right. Everybody, everybody would know that it was just some BS, and I, I thought that it would it would come off, you know, goofy or whatever. So at least, yeah, Tyler Durden's an actual name, you know, yeah. and and only the people who are like in the know of that would 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 catch that name. Yeah, that's a great alias to use. I like that one. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I thought I thought. You know, gosh, this guy's pretty witty, and I like that, and a little confident as well. And Easy on his. Um, to, use, to use Tyler Durden, I was like, all right, yeah, let me, let, let me, uh, let me message this guy and see, see what, what else I can find out about him. Give him a shot. Yeah. Yeah, when he told me. So far, so good. He told me kind of, you know, what you do. I'm like, oh, that's, that, that, that's it, you know, very athletic. Very outdoorsy. I was like, "Yeah, you, you, you nailed that one." Because we, this has been a whole saga <laughs> since you started doing <laughs> online dating, and you started it like right when we started the show, really, yeah. first of the year. Um, and so, yeah, it was like a. I got to. I'm not gonna say live vicariously through you because I have no desire to go to go through that because no. it just it seems like it's absolute hell. The whole thing seemed like hell. Oh yeah, for sure. It's yeah. You, I mean, it, you know, well, it, it it depends, I guess, on what you're what you're really after. That's true. You know, yep. I mean, if you're you know if you're in it for the you know the one time shot or whatever, I'm sure that's that's the go to. You know, but you know, I mean, that was, I was I was looking for something different, and since I was looking for something different, it it seemed like I was, um, it, you know, at the at the time, it just seemed like it was the only only option available, you know, it had to start some, I had to start somewhere, you know, and it just was just a, like you said, a shit show from the, from the word go. And, and, um, you know, I mean, luckily, man, I mean, we happened to bump into each other and, you know, and, uh, you know, it's, I don't know, man, I've just, I just, I'm excited you, you know, should be. for the, you know, for the first time in a very long time, man, I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, it seems like you know, y'all, hiking or throwing a frisbee or whatever i was like you got yeah. it that's you 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 found one yeah. you found one that you click with who's not who's who's you know, not just interested in a hit hit and leave type thing somebody who's actually looking for somebody to be cool with yeah you know and it's uh that's great mm-hmm. um so how's your week been going miss alabama Good, good. My son just um, his birthday's today. He just turned seventeen. Happy so birthday! Had a, Ooh, yeah, a little birthday party for him, and um, you know, not a bad way to start the week. No, not at all. Does so, he know how to sweep? Yeah. <laughs> Harpoon may have a spot. <laughs> oh my gosh, he does. I'm sure he does. Uh. Yeah, well, that's that's great. I, I'm I'm glad to finally you know get to talk to you. I've seen I've seen pictures and whatnot, which are which are fantastic. Um, I feel like I should be juggling or something. 
Yeah. I would say I would say should I be um, juggling harpoon ball, harpoons balls right now, or is that <laughs> what, should I phrase that differently? Is that the wrong way to phrase That's that? Perfect. So we're <laughs> so, so, oh yeah. There we go. So the whole juggling thing, man. I mean, you know, we're we're we're, we're both very competitive people, and um, and she was at my house not too long ago, and 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 way back ten years plus ago, you know, I got a a gift um, of. Uh, of like a, a a box that had instructions on how to how to juggle and it came with like three little beanbag balls in there and stuff so when she saw it she's like oh break it out man let's you know let's, break out them balls break out your balls <laughs> you know, pull out your balls and so so since that point you know she's she's you know as competitive as we are you know i mean she's she's gotten you know some her juggling skills have have just damn just gone just out the room i'm sure they are and uh you know which is which has encouraged me to pick up you know my skills and and so we'll send little videos back and forth you know and and uh and then the other day she had sent me this video where she was going to be working out at her house and she's got one of these stationary bikes and i just knew I knew it. I was like, as soon as I saw the video, I was like, man, she's fixing to hop on that damn bike and start juggling. I just knew she was. <laughs> Luckily, she didn't because, man, I was just like, man, if I've got to go get on a damn bike at the gym, man, and start juggling, of course, everybody at the gym already thinks I'm half wackadoodle anyway, man. That gets some of the stuff I do. But You have to go buy a unicycle and film yourself when yeah, I'm straight. I definitely going to have to, yeah, up my game. But, yeah, so... That's yeah. great, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, our, um, our juggling skills and and um and and we're very competitive with uh, cornhole. You know, we've um, so far from knowing him. Cornhole a few times. What is mm-hmm. what, what is Harpoon's best quality as a person? Golly, there's so many um, to pick from. <laughs> Uh, I think it's his, he's got a big heart. Mm. Um, you know, he's a, he makes me feel really safe. He's a big, he's a caretaker. And, um, I don't know. I felt that from, from the beginning. I just felt safe with him and, um, thought that I think that's a, just a really great quality. He's a hard worker. Um, you know, but I think overall, just just the big heart, and he makes me feel really safe. Well, for sure, so, that's if, if, yeah. If you can't be friends with Harpoon, you can't be friends with anybody, because dude, dude doesn't judge anybody. Hey, how you doing? Come on in. You know, he, he's never he's never been yeah. like a standoffish guy. You know, if, which yeah. I'm I'm kind of the same way. I can get along with the devil. You know, so if you can't get along with me, you can't get along with anybody. So. Great guy. He's so a great far, guy. it's just been been great. It's been great. Looking forward to tomorrow and the next Ooh. day and what's going on so tomorrow? on. So what's going on tomorrow? Well, tomorrow is just one day closer to when we get a chance to see. Oh, each other. we, we gotcha. just get to we just get to see each you other. Got the countdown going there. randomly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, or, or, or very sporadically. You know, I mean, because because she's got a full time job and she's a mom and she's got you know all these other you know, the extracurricular classes that she yeah, teaches sure. and stuff. And, you know, and I've got, and I'm juggling a bunch. And um, so, you know, when we can, we can work our schedules together, you know, when we can see each other and hang out, you know, we, we, we do that. And, and uh, 
which which I, I think you know man has turned out to be great you know i've gone to um to some of her uh yoga classes mm. and um man it's that's a it's an incredible workout you know i mean i <clears throat> i did yoga back years and years ago and uh, but you know now getting back into it and, and stuff i mean she's an incredible instructor there's it's a huge class there's everybody you can hear people in there that are um that are really putting all their effort into doing you know what they're uh you know all the 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 um i don't know i don't want to call them, call them poses what do you call them i mean are they are they awesomeness awesomeness yeah i mean it's so it's they're a they're awesomeness yeah. yeah they are very awesomeness it's an incredible class man so i always look forward to going to that you know and stuff and and um so yeah man he's really good at it too he's really good at yoga like he's good at pretty much everything he does that's true overachiever <laughs> totally yeah <laughs> we have that we have that in common so that works yeah well, it's yeah. a couple of driven people. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's better than having somebody get. Oh, the rednecks are out tonight. Holy <laughs> shit. He got a little, he got a little extra in that fourth gear. Did you hear that? I did. Like yeah. he shit his pants when he went by. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, it, it's good. It's good to have, you know, uh, to use a biblical term, being equally yoked. You know, where, I mean, yeah, opposites are great sometimes. Mm-hmm. But to have, to have somebody who's active and then somebody who wants to be at home all the time. That is a hard road to hoe. Mm-hmm. You're trying to pull somebody to come out with you. They're trying to get to get you to stay at home. Yeah. Um, yeah. Having a couple active people. That's that's it's great. And and you know honestly, man, one of the one of the most attractive qualities is uh, is our competitiveness. You know, just because it continues to to you know we're 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 both. Like you said, you know, very active. We're we're doing a lot of things and stuff like that, and and we both like to um, do very well at whatever it is we put our mind to, you know. And and just being competitive uh, on on a, on a lot of different things really pushes both of us to to you know be better. Yeah, to be Excel. better, and and you know, and we encourage each other and and things like that. So you know, we've. Um, you know, I've told her, you know, that, you know, I look at you guys, y'all's relationship, you know, it's built on friendship, <clears throat> excuse me. And, you know, and that's definitely something that, that, you know, we're, you know, trying to build a, a relationship on is, is friendship. And, you know, obviously everything else is just, you know, is, is rolling right along. So, um, having somebody that, that pushes me or encourages me in different, different areas and stuff like that, man, is, is, is nice to find. Oh, know? for sure. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it. it I, I'm I'm happy that you you found somebody you can share some time with. Yeah, me too. Because um, I mean, like I said, I was worried for a while. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> not worried that you wouldn't find somebody because you were just you were getting almost into a depression with with all the dating stuff going on, and then you losing an eyeball. You know, it was like just like the hits just kept on coming, yeah. you know, and like you, you, you came out of your <laughs> Petey the pirate stage, you know, you got both your eyes back and, uh, and you, you found a, found a beautiful lady that you get along with and you all got a lot in common Yeah, and you seem, you know, very optimistic on where things are going. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm very proud and very glad both y'all met each other. It's, it's, <laughs> it, it makes my heart happy. 
that my, that my friend has got somebody you can he can spend some time with for sure. I'm glad too. Very glad. All right. And uh, let me uh, one, one go, more thing. Go, go, go for it. I'm no, just one more thing, man. I, I want sure. to tell everybody, you know, um, I've mentioned sober in October. Right. And um and and she is doing sober in October with me. And which is, you know, part of the of what I've talked about, you know, a, a support in each other and things like that. And um, you know, I've been this is my twenty first year to, of doing it. And um I've I've had a lot of people that say, Hey man, I'll do it with you or I'm interested in doing it or whatever, but nobody's actually ever done it. And uh and you know, we're we're about a week away, man, from, from <laughs> jumping at the bit. Yeah. <laughs> and uh and that's incredible, man. I mean, that's just that just goes to show that, you know, I mean, is as supportive and, and, and it's almost kinda like a little bit of a you know, a competition type of thing, you know. I mean, I, I told her that, you know, if you can do this you know, if this is something that, you know, like I, I use it to um, to tell myself, hey, if I can do this and when I'm going through something else that's tough or or thing, then I can go through that. You know, I can look back and use this experience as a as as a, you know, hey, man, I've done something hard motivator. Yeah, I've yeah. done I've done hard things before, you know, things that that were going to be challenging at times. And sober in October, man, is very, very challenging at times, you know, especially um, you know, cause, cause she's in sales mm-hmm. and, you know, she takes, takes clients to dinner and, and things like that, you know, and they're, they're going to nice places and, you know, and, and having a cocktail, having a glass of wine. Yeah. yeah. You know, so, you know, I've been very, very impressed with, uh, with, with this, because like I said, man, it's something that's, it's something that, that really takes willpower and it really takes a desire to want to accomplish something. And, um, and so I'm, I'm, I'm extremely proud of her. Awesome. Yeah. Well, and I'll, I'll say this and, you know, he, he and I've had this conversation, you know, sober in October is, it can be different for each individual, you know, like, you know, I, I opted to, you know, take alcohol out for my sober in October. Um, you know, that was, that was something that I felt like that's what I wanted to do, but it, it can be. It can be different for everybody. Um, so, you know, what, what it is for one person doesn't look the same for another person. So, yeah, and to have support is is huge when you're doing something like that. So For sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it could be sugar. You know, if you want to take sugar out of your diet or if you want to do something, it doesn't have to necessarily be, you know, alcohol or drugs or anything like that. You know, it could be something. It could be anything. I mean, I, I know that. Now, of course, I'm not. I mean, I, I'm not even going to bring that up because I really don't know enough about Lent um, to do it. But I know, man, that that yeah, you you, know, you, you pick something during Lent Lenten season. You you pick something that could typically cause you. The whole point of Lent is to deprive yourself of something that you really love. It's a time of penance. Okay. So my grandmother always gave up chocolate for Lent because she was a chocolate hall. She loved chocolate, so she always gave up chocolate. Uh, a lot of people give up alcohol, except for they're allowed to drink on St. Patrick's Day because it falls right in the middle during Lent every year. <laughs> so the Catholic Church allows them to have alcohol. Uh, yeah, usually, usually something sweet, something like that. But I had a friend of mine, when she did it a few years back, she said, instead of giving something up this year, I'm giving something back. And every day she went and did charity like at a soup kitchen. Or she went and like helped out at the Salvation Army. Nice. So every day during Lent, instead of taking something out of her life, she was putting something into it. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it, it is similar, though. From a, a strictly Catholic Methodist standpoint, uh, the whole point of Lent is to give up something that's causing you a, a stumble in your life, whether it be alcohol or, or sugar yeah. or carbs, whatever it may be. Yeah. So anyway, man, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited, you know, uh, that, that, that she chose to do it and she's done very well. And I don't know, man, uh, it, like I said, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm excited. I, I may have to be saying excited, man, like 30 times, but I'm, I mean, that's exactly what you I sound am. excited and you should be. I am. So it's a new relationship, new, new things. It's all good. Kind of like the honeymoon stage, you yeah. know, of, of everything. Everything's, you know, new. Anything else? Anybody? Anything? Bueller? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Miss Alabama, I will let you go. Um, you're welcome right. to come up here anytime to, to sit in with us. Um, I, I guess in November, I'm off for the better part of the month. So any night that, that you, you happen to be up here, we'll come over here and fire up the recorder and sit around and talk for a while. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Thanks for taking the time. Yeah. All right. Have a good night. Have a good night. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye. And that was Miss Alabama, the, the newest member of the Hango Showcast. <laughs> she seems really nice, man. I'm, 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 I'm proud of you. I'm glad for you. Yeah, man. Me too, man. I'm, yeah. Me too. Don't imagine it's pleasant. You ever had to have a catheter before? Fuck no, man. <laughs> Mm, I, I forgot zip tight on the end of it. Or something <laughs> <over> the end. <laughs> I, I forgot who it was. It was some some comedian. Maybe I don't know if it was Artie Lang. It was some comedian who had been having like some health problems or whatever. Mm-hmm. Got put in the hospital. When he woke up, he's belligerent. He pulled his out <laughs> while the balloon was still inflated. In the- yeah, yeah. Ouch! Just blow it out. Wow. So, yeah, I've never had to have one. I was talking to mom the other day, and I said, you know what? I forgot. It was somebody on TV was having to get a catheter put in. Jeez. And I said, you know, the male plumbing we have is a lot better suited for most things than what women have. But the catheter with where the women have got, have got the, have, have got the gold star standard, mm. you know, there's not a pipe they've got to hold and try to <laughs> feed, feed tubing down yeah, into. Male yeah. rotor rooter. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, that's that would. I, I hope. I, oh god, I hope so bad. I never have to get one. Oh, for sure. Just Jeez. put me down. <laughs> bring in, bring in the cyanide tablets. Yep. Well, I mean, all right. So back um, a few years ago, of course. I mean, I've I've talked about having um, you know prostate issues in my mm-hmm. in my family. And, um, of course I've been being checked regularly since earlier in life and, and, um, they were, uh, noticing that I was last couple of times I'd been there that I, they had found some minute traces of blood in in my urine Mm -hmm. and wanted to find out what, what was going on. So the doctor was explaining to me that, um, what we need to do is scope your kidneys, you know, and find out, you know, how did they get there? Yeah, well, that was my. I was like going, "Oh, sorry. I mean, you're, so this is a surgery. Then you're going to cut me in here." He's like, "Oh no, we're going to go in through your penis. And nope, we're going to no. run it, <laughs> run it through the all this, and we're going to wind up in your kidney." And I'm like, "And I'm like, oh really?" And he's like, <laughs> "And by this time, man, shit's starting to go a little wild. Oh no, like, yeah, I'm starting to get lightheaded. I've I already forget broke that out you're, full. You're so sweat, like against that. Yeah, you know? I forget about that. Oh yeah, man, I'm super weak stomached, and um." 
And he goes, and I was like, so is this like an overnight thing, man, in the hospital? He goes, oh, no, we'll just do it here in the office. And then you could drive home. <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm like, where well, you put me to sleep? And he goes, oh, no, man, we'll just use some local anesthetic. And I'm like, it ain't happening. I'm sorry, bro. I'm not, you know, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't hell no, dude. No. He goes, well, I mean, we can admit you to the hospital and put you to sleep and all this stuff. And I was like, okay, well, there you go. We'll do now that. Now we're talking. We'll do that. You have to put me to sleep. There ain't no, there ain't no damn. No, dude, we're not. No, that's not even, that's not even on the table. You know, hell not no. an option. No, it's not. I'm just zeroing it out. I'm a man. I'm 40. <laughs> right. Well, so that's what, that's what happened, man. I mean, they, they admitted me to the hospital. They, you know, put me to sleep. I went in for this, this, you know, procedure and, and came back out and, um, and okay. So I'll just, this is, this is kind of not really funny, but kind of, um, so when I come out of, you know, uh, when, when I start waking up, I'm back there in this recovery area and, um, there, you know, once you're awake, you know, the, one of the nurses is like, okay, man, we're going to wheel you back into this holding room that you started out in. And, and then you'll have to pee before we let you go. Of course, we'll have to check on, you know, it's like a couple of hours. And then once you pee, then, then we'll let you go. So we come back to the holding room that I started out in. Um, of course now at, during this point, you know, I mean, beforehand they put these stockings on you and stuff like that to keep mm-hmm. blood clots and all this stuff. So there's this, this process and you get the IV in your arm and all this stuff in my, in your hand and, uh, and all this. So anyway, when I made it back to the holding room after the procedure, um, of course I'm, all, all I have on is a sheet, yeah, you know, in these stockings and, and that's it basically. And, um, so at the time my wife was there in the room with me and um and we were just you know she was just hanging out and i'm kind of coming out of it or whatever and the doctor he's coming in and that you know hey do you feel like you can go to the bathroom and i'm like no and so he's like well, okay we'll bring you some water he brought me some water come check back on me in a little bit check back on me a little bit so anyway um finally i feel like okay man i, I feel like i can go to the bathroom so they give you one of those one of those plastic jugs, mm-hmm. you know, a handheld jug. And my wife it was sitting on the on the little table over there, you know, and of course, man, I'm still a little woozy. And so my wife was gonna, you know, hold it for right. me while I go. And I'm kinda I'm kinda leaned up just a little bit, you know, I'm I'm not laying flat, you know, they got the bed tilted up just a little bit. So when she pulls the sheet back, she goes, Oh my gosh. And and I'm all like, What? <laughs> And she pulled the sheet back so where I could see it. And I looked down and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, they did, they, they swapped it. (laughs) They did something else. It was whatever it was they gave me. It made it like four times bigger than it normally is. That's a plus. It was crazy. I was like going, (laughs) it looked like that beer can. It's like, a 16 ounce beer can, by the way. Like a big tall boy. <laughs> That'll make that next sip weird. Yeah. <laughs> just shotgun it. Yeah. So, Suck it down. Anyway, man, it, it was just a, it was like an ongoing. Uh, what were you like? Is, I don't, this, I don't is know. this my new life? No, no, no. Well, obviously, man, it was it was something that was going to wear off, you know Damn. what I mean? And, and um, well, Find out what it was. So it was just, uh, I, I don't know, whatever it was. We're going to start using it. Um. So anyway, I, I peed and, and, uh, you know, of course, man, I mean, it, whatever, by the, by the end of the afternoon, everything was kind of back, back to normal, back to normal. Yeah. But, uh, 
yeah, I was, it, it's, you know, of course I'm coming out of this haze. Yeah. This, you know, you've seen all the, the videos of people, man, that get their, their teeth pulled and then they're talking crazy shit. I was one know. of them. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I hugged the nurse. I, <laughs> <laughs> thank I swear you. to God. Thank you. I, I sat up. teeth out of my head. Thank I you. sat up and they're like, Hey, I'm like, Hey, and I give them a big hug, laid back down. Gonna come back in. Hey, yeah, gave him another big hug. Mom's like, stop hugging people and get the fuck out of here. You know, <laughs> my mom, my little mom's trying to wrangle this yeah. back into the minivan. You know, oh, wow. um, I, I was at mom and pop's house. Harpoon comes in and mom has started listening to the show again. And she's like, Hey, so the lingering finger story from when you had your prostate checked, uh, you said it was a girl. Why didn't you ask her out on a date? And Harpoon, in his infinite wisdom, comes back with, well, I could fill her ring. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking lost it. Mom fell out the kitchen floor. Damn. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Y'all got anything else tonight? I'm good. Good. You good? Good. Great. Thank you. Thank all y'all for listening to The Hango Show. Be sure to go by tripodbroadcasting.com to check out all the shows we have there on the network. Also, be sure to check out all of our sponsors down in the show notes like ebles.com, E-A-B-L-E-S, where you can save 15% on your next order with the promo code HANGO on some premium CBD. Also, check out mydelta8.com. And if you're going to shop on Amazon, use our affiliate link you can find down there as well. Again, Harpoon Judd, I love you guys. And Miss Alabama, thank you for coming on. I love all y'all out there, and we'll see you next time. Bye.